Well, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Cast? Podcast? Podcast? I'm glad you joined. Spread the word. You're going to get in depth today on the Saints and their offseason needs. This is my, well, not last day. This is my last night at the Combine. I have uh, a show from 10 to 12 tomorrow and then hopping in the truck and heading home. Get home around 7 or 8, something like that. Um, ready to be home, but the Combine's been an absolute blast. Seeing a ton of people from around the industry, learning more about prospects, some behind-the-scenes info, be sharing with you down the road, too. So, it's great to have you here. Spread the word. Um, before we talk Saints, I just want to throw a couple little things out there, um, some news and nuggets. Uh, the Falcons cut Derek Shelby just now, and saving $4.5 million there. Seems like a pretty easy decision. He's not a bad player, but if you can save 4.5, great. I think that's an easy one. Um, the Niners won the coin toss, so they're going to pick ninth. The Raiders are going to pick 10th. So you, those of you that didn't know, all the tiebreakers had those two tied for the ninth slash 10th spot. They had a big deal where Lynch and Gruden and McKenzie and all those dudes were up at the pod, or up at the uh, the bench press area today. We went over and watched it. They flipped the coin, and woohoo, San Francisco wins. So good for them. Um, Saquon Barkley's tearing up the combine, as you would imagine. Ran a 4-4 flat at over 230 pounds. Again, this isn't earth-shattering news. This is what you expected. Rumors have it that Deion Lewis is getting a lot of attention. We'll see if that's true or not. Don't want to push that too much, but I could see why he would. Go back and wa- listen to, what, Tuesday's running back um unrestricted free agent list that I gave you. I talked a lot of good things about Lewis. And I can see him making some decent money. You know, the headline here is he's looking for around $3 million, 18, or $18 million over three years. That doesn't sound too crazy coming off the year he had. Really, really good year. Seattle is not tagging Sheldon Richardson. I guess I get that. I think they really would like to bring him back. There's talk that they might be trading Bennett. Getting old, I think Richardson will get a lot of action after a pretty good season could see a team like Dallas loving him in particular um big Orlando Brown you know you probably have heard about you remember his, his father Zeus also named Orlando Brown also a gigantic human being had a dreadful put up dreadful numbers at the combine and no one expected him to light it up I mean he's the biggest person in the city probably right now um but awful vertical terrible bench and yeah he has long arms but you're a you know a right tackle you need to bench more than, than what he showed um awful 40 awful 20 split awful 10 split so hopefully for him no one again no one expected him to do well but hopefully for him he goes to the pro day and improves on those numbers at least a little bit um okay and this will lead us to the saints as i mentioned uh, if you, if I didn't tell you yesterday, Kurt Coleman got released by Carolina. They're releasing some guys. They're making some cap space. And he visited with the Bengals today. And for those of you that don't know, yes, Coleman is a free agent right now. But what's nice about these guys that get released is it doesn't hurt you in your compensatory pick um, equation. You know, I mean, they it'll be a year from now, but... They derive the numbers of compensatory picks by if you lost a lot, like Washington's going to lose a gigantic guy in Cousins. And if they spend nothing, they'll get a plethora of compensatory picks. 
But if you add a guy like Coleman who got cut, he doesn't count against your incoming guys for compensatory picks. Um, so Cincinnati looked at him. They have Williams. They have Aloka. I wouldn't say either one of those guys are as free safety-ish as Coleman, but they're two solid starters. Um, and that brings me to the Saints. And why does that bring me to the Saints? I had mentioned several times, I've been, I wrote a bunch of these articles the past couple weeks about free agent fits. This is for fansided.com. So go to fansided.com, search for Matt Williamson, and you'll see many of these articles that I've written for various teams. Um, some One line of them was five free agents that would fit, which also ties into this other line, which is what is their five biggest needs? And we count them down five to one. And safety is my number five need for New Orleans. And Coleman also has already visited the Saints. And, you know, they have Von Bell, looks like a promising young player. Marcus Williams had a highly successful minus one huge Jigundo play um, rookie season. You know, he was part of that amazing Saints class. Probably the player doesn't get talked about enough until he missed that Jigundo's tackle and, you know, the rest is history. Williams is more of a free, as is Coleman. But, and I'm finding this out in a hurry as I do more and more Steeler talk as I've been here. There's a premium on free safeties right now. It's easier to find strongs. I'm not exactly sure why that is, but there's definitely a higher supply of free agent and draftable strong safeties. If you're going to put these two in a category, and some teams don't. Some just want interchangeable guys. Some teams want the very um, different skill sets. True freeze versus, you know, Cam Chancellor versus Earl Thomas type of deal. Kenny Vaccaro is a free agent for the Saints. He's certainly more of a strong former first-round pick, it's had a good career. Um, I would say the last two years or so, though, they haven't been first-round pick level. I mean, I think he'll make some money. I mean, this bringing in Coleman for a visit implies that they pretty much know Vaccaro is going to be on his way. But what's interesting, too, is Vaccaro is also this the Saints slot corner a lot. And that's not ideal, but... The Saints also get Delvin Bro back from injury, and he was a good player, if you remember. I mean, you, you talk about Lattimore and Bro and Crawley now. None of those guys are real slot guys, but maybe Crawley would bump in. Um, so, you know, th- there's some changes, but maybe for the positive in terms of their, their secondary here. It makes me think that they will bring in a safety and, you know, a, a guy like the dude that you know, they just brought in from Carolina would make a lot of sense as an older guy. I mean, one thing that, that's the deal here is they're a little young in the secondary, and we'll get to their pass rush, which will obviously help that too. I mean, an enhanced pass rush would certainly help the secondary. Um, so the other thing is they played a lot of three safety sets with Vaccaro, Bell, and Williams. So the three of them played over 2,700 snaps combined last year. So I don't think they want to change how they play the game and they're going to want to bring in another safety to play a lot of snaps. The second need, and it's been a need forever with these guys, is linebacker. And mixed feelings here is they were a lot better overall at linebacker this past year than they were recently. Does that mean they're good at linebacker? Not really. But they're not a liability anymore. I mean, 
basically what they have right now is Manti Teo, A.J. Klein. Klein finished this, the season on injured reserve. Alex Anzalone, who has a crazy injury history, but played well. Another one of these rookies that played well for the Saints and looks the part and did, you know, looks like he belongs. And Robert, Craig Robertson. So they have four dudes and Jonathan Freeney, Gerald Hodge, and Michael Matai are all free agents. And none of those guys are, you know, super big deal if they leave town. Um, but overall, the run, it didn't get talked about a lot, but the Saints' run defense wasn't good last year. And some of it is, boy, it'd be nice to have a nose tackle, big body type in front of them. Sure. I didn't list that as one of their needs, but that would probably be their sixth. Um, or stud linebacker play sure wouldn't hurt either. And Tay Klein, Anzalone Robertson is not going to be stud linebacker play. So if you're going to address linebacker and draft or free agent, I kind of feel like in this situation, go big or go home. Like, don't go get the similar production level of player as what you have. Either stick with it or use an early pick on a guy or a free agent decision that you didn't think you could and he would be your number one. And therefore, the Tayal Klein, Anthony Robertson group would all move down the ladder a little bit as opposed to being one of those as your quote one. Um, if you could go sign a one second level defender face of the face of the line, you know, one of those every down signal caller types, great. But if that doesn't work out, it wouldn't break my heart to stick with those four that I keep listing. All right, all right. So, talked about the first two Saints needs, safety. Really, it would go defensive tackle, safety, linebacker. Three more to go with, and these next two really tie in with one another. And it's wide receiver and tight end. Tight end being the bigger of the two needs to me. Kind of start with wide receiver, though. Breeze was asked to throw less this year. They're running more, became an Ingram Kamara centric offense, more than it has been in the Breeze time frame, Hall of Fame time frame. But Breeze is still very capable, and Michael Thomas is a stud. I mean, he's a number one receiver. I, I like him every step of the way, but he's better than I even thought. He and Breeze seem to just keep getting better and better together, so that's great. Uh, they added Ted Ginn, and this offense has always had that Devry Henderson. 4340 outside the numbers burner. And that was Ginn, and that's exactly who he is. I mean, he's still very, very dangerous, but he's almost 33 years old. Um, what if he loses a little bit of speed? You know, a guy like Ted Ginn to me isn't going to fade away gracefully. If he turns into a 4540 guy, he's no longer an NFL player. You know what I mean? He, he, or barely. So maybe adding another speed guy would be great because Thomas isn't that. Willie Sneed's still around. He's a restricted free agent, but he was like a non-existent commodity last year. Fell off the map, man. Um, Brandon Coleman played a lot last year. Uh, for better or worse, I think he is what it is at this, uh, this stage of his career. A wannabe Marquise Colston, but really not even in that conversation. Little Tommy Lee Lewis is a guy I like, too. Like I said, he has some juice. But overall, I mean, this receiving core is far too Thomas-dependent. And so getting another dude, second rounder, 
maybe a, a burner, maybe a slot guy. There's a lot of directions of types of receivers they could go because Thomas is very versatile. He can line up all over the formation. You could find the Colston. You could find the Devery Henderson. You could find the the Sneed, Lance Moore type, and any of those would be welcome. But you better bring in somebody. Um, this team's always had like distinct roles with their wide receivers. In a way, they always they're they're kind of the basketball team mentality of they have a, they have a little dude who's the shooting guard. They got a they got a little or they have a little guy that's a point guard. They have the burner that's a shooting guard. They have the Thomas who's the do it all. They have the big Colston Coleman guy who's the power forward. And then they usually have a tight end who's like the the center type. And really didn't have that tight end this year either. I mean, that's number two on my list, as I mentioned. Um, their depth chart right to second is Kobe Fleener, Josh Hill, and the Who Man, Michael Human Anui. And Hill and Who Man are fine. You know, they're they're NFL players. Just just saying. You know, I mean they're they're NFL players. Fleener is going to get cut. Been disappointing. I didn't approve of the signing when they made it. Um, isn't giving them what they want, that's for sure. Also, Clay Harbor's, uh, the Clay Harbor Butcher. If you ever watch Dexter, it's one of my favorites. Uh, his contract's up. So you go in, assuming you get rid of Fleener, you're sitting there with Hill and the Who Man. And as great as Kamara is as a receiver, we just talked about the wideouts. I mean, you got to give Breeze more than that. You just do. So I think that's a higher priority than some of the, every area on defense except my last spot. And Jimmy Graham's a free agent. Tyler Eifert's a free agent. Imagine Tyler Eifert in this offense if he's healthy. Um, so, you know, these, this, these free agents I've talked about the last two days, tight ends, wide receivers, a couple of those I think would fit the bill. How about Paul Richardson to kind of be your gin, something like that. These just names come off the top of my head. But it wouldn't shock me if they used a pretty early pick on a pass catcher. Um, I think it's pretty obvious, to be honest, that a defensive end slash pass rusher slash edge, call him whatever you want, is the Saints' biggest need. And that being said, their best defensive player is exactly that, is Cameron Jordan. I mean, he was awesome this year. He almost always is. Um, I think he's coming off his best season. Highly versatile. He can come off the edge. You can align him in different techniques. I thought he's one of the best 10, easily, 10 defensive players in the league this year. But that, but there's nothing else. I mean, that's the problem. Well, they, they drafted Trey Henderson last year, a third rounder. And he was one of the few rookies that didn't splash on the scene. And I like that pick a lot. He's intriguing going into his second year. But is he a real presence opposite Jordan yet? No, but maybe he will be. And reality is, if you added two of these defensive ends, early pick and a free agent, then Jordan probably kicks inside even more, put him next to Rankins on passing downs, you know, that that sort of thought. And there was a good tandem here with Okafor, Alex Okafor, and Jordan, um, but now Okafor's a free agent, and he tore his Achilles in late November, and it was really missed after that. Um, do you bring him back? You know more about his injury than the other teams. Achilles are rough. I mean, it was a late November injury. Will he even be ready for the start of the season? Might you get him on the cheap because you know more about him otherwise and other teams aren't going to go sign him? Uh, or do you just kind of get him on the cheap and you still go get somebody or and another? So uh, a much better pass rush would go a real long way for the Saints. And of all the things on defense I could fix... That's at the top of the list. And like I said, after that, it would be 
tight end, wide receiver, linebacker, but only if you can get a guy. Um, safety, because again, they're playing, a, and they may even prioritize safety over linebacker because they play, and then it's a way of hiding their linebacker. We have a saying there is they can, they may prioritize safety over linebacker because they play so much big nickel and they got so many snaps from their safeties that that hides their linebacker weakness too. You get a linebacker off the field, get a big safety out there, be more versatile, speed in the zone, and clearly the pass rush would help that way. And it wouldn't hurt to find a run stopper defensive tackle type. All right, spread the word. See you later.